than light. Savior today. We're here today not to celebrate a dead Savior. We're here to celebrate someone who is alive. And I thank I thank God for that. I love this holiday. I love 
what it represents. And I'm so thrilled to be able to preach about it. It's an exciting thing. I'm thankful that we don't have a dead message to give out, that we don't have a dead Savior or a dead God, that we have one that He lived on this earth. He walked amongst men. He was a man. And yet, but one thing, He never sinned like we did. He lived a perfect life. He conquered sin for us on the cross. And they, they killed Him. He died, but you know what? He went willingly. He went because He wanted to. He was trying to make a way for us. And He rose again. You know what? If He'd have died on the cross and He'd have just died and never came back to life, well, then it wouldn't have done us a whole lot of good. But thank God He did resurrect on that third day. And I am so thankful for that. And I want us today, I want us to think about for a little bit. And I know, just bear with me, you know what? We're probably, I think we're all Bible believers here. I think you all believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. I'm just assuming that. But let's just suppose today what it would be like if Christ had not risen. Let's go ahead, because you know the truth is not everybody believes that Jesus Christ really resurrected from the dead. There are some who still say it was reported in the days of the disciples that the the disciples removed Him just to deceive everybody. That's why they had the guards there because they wanted to make sure that didn't happen because otherwise they're thinking if His followers find out He resurrected, then we're going to really be in trouble. And so they they went and they tried to go to great extremes to make sure that the disciples didn't steal Him. But the disciples didn't steal Him. The angel showed up, rolled that stone away, and those guys, guards got so scared they fell down. I mean, just totally limp like they were dead. And Jesus Christ walked out of that tomb and they didn't dare mess with Him after that. And I don't blame Him one bit. But that's what we believe happened. But let's just suppose for a second that those who say that He did not resurrect are right. Let's just suppose that. And Paul actually, he mentioned something in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. If you have your Bibles and you want to turn there and follow along, you can. I want to read a passage to you. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we'll start reading verse 14 through 19. It says, And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith also is vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that He hath raised up Christ whom He raised not up. If so, be that be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain and ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished." If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank You so much for Your Word. Lord, I thank You so much for everyone who has attended here today. Lord, I pray that You will speak to hearts and I pray that You will encourage us through this message. Lord, we thank You so much that while we are talking about what it would be like had You not risen, Lord, I'm thankful to know that that is not the case that You did. And I just pray if there's one here that's not, Lord, maybe they're not sure. I pray that uh, they will uh, see some things through your word today that will open their eyes and they will believe too, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. So if Christ be not risen, well, first of all, if Christ did not raise from the dead, if that if this is the biggest hoax in all of history, if he didn't really raise from the dead, then what would it be like? Well, first of all, 
Our faith would mean absolutely nothing. Our faith would mean nothing. If without the resurrection, I'm here to tell you today that we are here for absolutely no reason. Church is a waste of time. You know, Easter, of course, is a big day. It's a big church holiday still. I talked about it last week. Fortunately, the Easter Bunny has not completely taken over when it comes to Easter. It's become a big part. But I think people, for the most part, understand that it's about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But the truth is, if He did not really raise from the dead, then church, I'm sorry, is nothing but a waste of time. What is the point of coming here today and praying to a dead Savior? What's the point of talking about a dead God? What's the point of talking about a God who failed? Of talking about a God who came to this earth and who died on the cross and that was it. He could, who was not able to conquer death. We would be wasting our time. We'd be wasting our time. Preaching. It'd be nothing but just a bunch of hot air. It'd just be, it'd be nothing but me up here just flapping my jaws at from week to week, just yelling about a whole bunch of stuff that really doesn't mean a thing because our, uh, the, the truth would be that the Messiah died. He was not really the Messiah. He's dead just like all the other gods of the past. They're all, they're all still dead. But that's not, uh, that's what it would mean if Jesus Christ was not risen. Your work as a Christian, it would be for nothing. You, know, you think uh, hopefully, you know, you try to do good. Now we we don't believe that being good is what gets you to heaven. If it was all about good works outweighing the bad works, we would all be in trouble because we all would tip the scales the wrong way. But the truth is, it's not about it's not about good works. But I hope that as a Christian, you still because you love God, you're trying to do your best. You're trying to do some good things. But the fact is, if Christ be not risen, those works were for absolutely nothing. You wasted every dollar you put in the offering plate. You wasted every bit of time that you ever showed up and you sat in the church. You wasted every every good thing that you ever did in the name in the name of Jesus Christ. It was all for nothing because he was he's nothing but a dead God if he's not if he be not risen. It's all a waste of time. Our faith would mean absolutely nothing. Also, if Christ be not risen, then all of those who have been saying for all these years that He is risen are false witnesses. We're liars. Verse 15 says, Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God. Now I know liar is a harsh word, but let me tell you, if you are bearing false witness and you're not telling the truth, you're a liar. If I'm up here today and I'm saying that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead and He is not risen from the dead, it doesn't matter how sincere I am. It doesn't matter how much I believe it. The fact is, if He be not risen, then I am a liar. I'm a liar. Everyone who has ever said that Jesus Christ is rose from the dead is a liar. You know, we live in a world today where we want to say that everybody's right. That can't be. We can't all be right. There's those who say he rose from the dead. There's those who say he didn't. Oh well, we all gotta you know respect everybody's belief system, and and that's fine. We can respect them. I'm not gonna make fun of them or criticize them or or you know pick on them. You can believe what you want to believe, but if your belief's not what changes reality, if Jesus Christ is risen, then we're telling the truth. If he's not risen, then we are lying. And we are liars. Even if you think something is true, if it's not, 
you're still telling a lie. You're spreading a lie. You know, people do that all the time. That's why you got to be careful, you know, about opening your mouth too soon with things. If you are spreading something that you believe is a truth and it's not a truth, you are spreading a lie. And that's dangerous. We don't want to do that. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. It talks about the fearful and unbelieving and the whoremongers and adulterers. And all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire. And we see here that the Apostle Paul, hearing the Word of God, said himself that if Jesus Christ be not risen, we are false witnesses. We are liars. And that is, you can't have it both ways. I'm here today to tell you that if Christ be not risen then I am a liar because I have been for years saying that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. I believe He's risen. I believe, I believe one of the reasons I believe He's risen, one of the small reasons, is I've had the privilege of going over to Israel and seeing that tomb where they believe Jesus Christ laid. I got to walk inside that tomb and see it. And it's empty. I got to see it. But it's been 2,000 years. A lot of things could have happened then. But the truth is, that's not totally why I believe. The real reason I believe is because God's Word says that He rose from the dead. And I believe that with all my heart. But just because you believe something doesn't make it the truth. If Christ be risen and you say He's risen, you're telling it then you're telling the truth. If He's not risen and you're saying He's risen, then you're a liar. Can't have it both ways. That's why you got to figure out, you know, I guess where you got to figure out where you're at. You got to you got to you got to pick sides. Also, if Christ be not risen, our faith means nothing. Those who say that he did rise are false witnesses, and also we are still on our way to hell for being a sinner. I I know people don't like to hear about it, but I believe and I believe in heaven and I also believe in a place called hell. And I'm here today to tell you from what I've read about in the Bible, Jesus preached about hell. He talked about it. And from what I hear what Jesus said about it, I don't want to go there. I do not want to have any part of that. But thank God He told us how we could not go there if we would believe in Him. But if He be not risen, then it's not going to do me a bit of good. I'm still on my way to that place. And I'm here today to tell you that I don't want to go there. There's places that if, you, that if, I, said, if I knew I was going to go there, I'd be excited. There's places that I've always wanted to go. Places I've wanted to visit. There's places that I don't want to go. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want, I don't want to go to prison. I don't even want to go to the hospital. I don't like those places. I remember when I found out I was going to have to have my appendix taken out. For the first time in my life, I was going to have to have a surgery. And I did not want to hear that. I did not want to go to that place. But it was a whole lot better than being dead. So I went ahead and did it. But there's places I don't want to go, but I'm telling you, one that tops them all, a place that I don't ever, ever, ever want to go, that a place that I will do whatever I have to do to make sure I don't have to go there, is that place called hell. But if Christ be not risen... I'm on my way there because the path that I have chosen is to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. He's the one. I know I'm a sinner. I know I deserve to be there. I know that that's where I belong. But I've chosen Jesus Christ to be my Savior. I've chosen that price that He paid on Calvary to be my way of salvation. I've called on Him for salvation. But if He's dead, it didn't do me a bit of good. I'm still going to hell if Christ be not risen. My righteousness is not going to get me anywhere near 
heaven. Our righteousness is like a filthy rag in the eyes of God. Our religion, my religion's not going to do it. Because all religion, it's it's all vain without the resurrection. Like I said, we're we're wasting our time. I mean, if if Christ be not risen, we might as well just shut this place down and turn this place into some kind of business or something. Because we're wasting our time if Christ be not risen. Our religion, no religion gets you to heaven anyway. But thank God, thank God it's, it's through Jesus Christ, but if He be not risen, it's no good. Also, we see here, because Paul himself, he said, our, he said our religion, it's in vain. It's all in vain, it's empty. It's, it's completely empty. But also, another thing here, and this is scary, verse 18, it says, "...then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished." That's talking about the saved who have died. You know when a saved person dies, really, they're just falling asleep. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Their soul, their soul is there in heaven and someday God's going to resurrect that body in the last day. But if He be not risen, then they've all perished. All of those loved ones that I can think of in my life, those who people that I love that have died, that I... That believed in Jesus Christ and that called on Him for salvation. If Christ be not risen, those people that I love are burning in a place called hell today and I'm never going to see Him again. I don't know about you, but that... I'd be, I'd be tough to... I'm, I'm, glad that, I'm glad I don't believe that way. I can't imagine not having that hope of being able to see them again. And, I mean, there, there's people that I love. They're there. But I'm gonna, I know I'm going to see them again. And that's why the Bible says we sorrow not as others which have no hope. It says if ye believe that Jesus died and was buried. It says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. It says if you believe. So it'll that same thing. It will be with you. You'll be someday you will see them again. The Bible says it will be caught up together with them. In the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. I imagine everybody in you, you got somebody that you love, somebody that believed in Jesus Christ, somebody that believed in the resurrection, that you believe that they're in heaven today, but if Christ be not risen, I'm here today. I hate to break it to you, but you're never going to see him again. Thank God that's not the case. Jesus Christ did rise from the dead. But many believe he didn't. If Christ be not risen, then life on earth would be all about you. Life on earth, it would be all about you. Verse 19, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. If this is all there is, then who cares? Why are we even going on? Why are we even messing with going to church? Why even we why do we even mess with living a good life? Why don't we just do whatever this flesh wants to do? Whatever we feel like doing, if it feels good, why don't we just go ahead and do it? We know why we don't do that because we don't believe that this life is it. We believe that there is another life. We believe that there is a heaven. We believe that we're going to stand before God on Judgment Day. We believe that day is coming, but if Christ be not risen, we're not going to be able to stand before Him on Judgment Day. There's, It's not going to do any good. We're all going to hell. We might as well enjoy our way to hell. If that's all that there is, 
If Christ be not risen, if that's all that there is, we are of all men most miserable. So having said all this, kind of to kind of illustrate this, the truth is there are many people today who do not believe that Jesus Christ has risen from the dead. And one thing that they will have in common, and I, and I'm listen, I'm not I'm not picking I'm not picking on them. Listen, it's up to us. We've got to get the gospel to them. We've got to be the ones to show them that he's alive. There needs to be there should be evidence of a living Savior in our lives. They should be able to see Christ through us. They need to see that change take place in our life. They need to see us doing right. And they'll they'll look at us and they'll know, hey, I know that person. I knew them before they got saved. They were no good. If they're there's no way they could live a life like that unless there's something real inside of them. And it'll cause them to glorify Jesus Christ. But many today, they don't believe that Christ is risen. And you know what? They agree with Paul. Paul said, if ye be not risen, our faith is vain. There are many people today who will tell you that do not believe Jesus Christ rose from the dead that mock faith. They, they mock those who go to church. They'll, they'll make fun of it. They don't, they don't understand it. They, they think we're wasting our time. They believe that our faith means nothing. Why is that? Because they believe that Christ has not risen. Saved and lost will agree. They think church is a waste of time. They think preaching is nothing but hot air. That your works as Christian are just a waste of time. You're all hypocrites. They think that those of us who say that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, that we're false witnesses, they believe that we're liars. They believe that, you know, they believe we're wasting our time. It's something they do not believe in an afterlife. Now, everybody likes believing in heaven. But there are many today who they've decided that heaven is not real because it's really hard to say you believe in heaven and say that you don't believe in hell. There are those that are like that, but most people today, uh, they believe, if they believe in heaven, they believe in hell. But what most people do is they've switched it and they've said there is no afterlife. What you do on this life, it doesn't matter. Everyone that's died is just dead. That's it. It's over. And that's why when they lose somebody they love, it is more devastating for them than it is for a Christian. Because they don't have the hope of being able to ever see them again. Their life, uh, I mean, they think that this life on earth is all that there is. You know, you only live once. And that's true. But that's why we ought to do all we can for God. We've only got one chance. We've only got one chance to accomplish something that's eternal. We've only got one chance to live a life on this earth that honors and glorifies God. We've only got one chance. But they believe that this life is it. And so they live their lives day to day just doing whatever they can to please this flesh. And what's one thing that I think we all would admit that people who live entirely for themselves are usually some of the most miserable people you'd ever know. And just like the Bible says, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. If it's just in this life, if you have hope in this life, but it's false hope because Jesus Christ be not risen, let me tell you, you might not know it, but you're in big trouble. You're miserable. It's all been fake. It's all been in vain. You're on your way to a place called hell. There's nothing you can do about it. But thank God, thank God today that that is not the case. 
Matthew chapter 28, if you want to turn over there. I love, I love this passage. One of my favorite verses in all the Bible. I, I, since I was a little kid, I love this passage. I remember when I found, when I found out I was going to be able to take that trip to Israel, one of the things that I was the most excited about was going and seeing that garden tomb. I'd seen the pictures of it before. And I always, you know, I was skeptical like everybody else. Well, how do they really know that that's a place where Jesus died? We don't really know that that's a place where He died. Well, let me tell you, if you go there and you read the stories about the resurrection, and you see, there's all these little details that they put in the story that you don't notice when you're reading it. But when you go there, you can see all kinds of things that says this has got to be the tomb. I mean, I and. Whether it is or it isn't, it doesn't matter. I believe he resurrected. I don't care if he resurrected from, you know, Timbuktu. I believe he rose from the dead. But in Matthew chapter 28, verse 1, it says, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for He is risen, as He said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. I I love that how that angel said that. He said, "Why seek ye?" And in one of the other accounts of the gospel, the angel he asked him, or he asked him, he said, "Why seek ye the living among the dead?" You know, if you study angels, it's very interesting. Angels, there you can always see them asking humans questions, and every time you see an angel asking humans question. They're all. It's, they're always puzzled by our lack of unbelief. These, remember, Jesus told his disciples. He told them, "I'm going to be delivered in the hands of sinful men. I'm going to be put to death. But three days later, I'm going to rise from the dead." And that angel, the angels knew Jesus said that. They knew the angels knew Jesus had told these people that. And here come these ladies to the sepulchre, expecting to find a body. And the angels are looking at, and they're like. Why seek ye the living among the dead? You know, if I was going to go look for somebody who I believe is alive, I'm not going to go look for them at the morgue. Okay, That's not usually where people like to hang out. Right? Unless we think they're dead. Now, there's been people sometimes, somebody comes up missing and they're wondering if they're dead, and they show, they, that, then they go to the morgue because they're, look, they're looking for the dead. But when you believe somebody's living, you don't go to places like that. You don't usually go checking in the cemetery and reading the tombstones and seeing if somebody buried them and carved their name in a tombstone you didn't know about it. You don't seek somebody who's alive amongst those who are dead. You don't go to a tomb to find somebody that's alive. And these angels are looking and they're thinking, well, they're here looking for Jesus who they obviously should know that He's alive. He said He was going to be resurrected after three days. But no, they're in there looking in the tomb. They're in there looking for a body. And the angel says, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, for He is risen as He said. Don't you remember? He told you He was going to rise from the dead after three days. Why are you looking for a dead body? I remember. You might remember, 40 days later, Jesus is on the Mount of Olives and He's getting ready. He's ascending into heaven. 
And He goes and He gives His disciples that great commission. He tells them to go ye into all the world and preach the Gospel to every creature, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And He goes up into the clouds and a cloud received Him out of their sight and He disappears and they're standing there. And if I'm there, I'm going to be standing there too with my mouth hanging open like, what just happened? And those all of a sudden, there are these angels that are standing there. And they look at them and they say, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing into the heaven? This same Jesus which is taken from you will so come in like manner as ye have seen Him go into heaven. They're like, why are you standing there staring at the clouds? He just gave you something to do. He just told you to go out and preach the Gospel to every creature. Why aren't you doing it? Why are you Don't worry. He's going to come back. Don't worry. He's still going to be with you inside you. He said, Lord, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the earth. They looked and they're thinking, why are you doubting Him today? And you know, I believe that I believe God's the same way. I believe that the angels, they must look at us sometimes and think, what's with these Christians? Man, look at what the Bible says. You know, all the, you know how to get saved. The Bible says how we can know we have eternal life. The Bible says how we can live an abundant life. Why don't they try it? Why? How? Or maybe they are. We are trying, and they see that we're doubting and despairing, and they think, "Why don't these people believe Christ?" Listen, angels. They've they're with God in heaven. They don't understand faith like you and I do. It's something, and, and they also don't understand doubt. I believe it puzzles them. And I believe, too, it's got to just blow their minds that there's anybody alive today that doesn't believe that Christ resurrected from the dead. We see in that story that Jesus appeared to many people. He was on earth for another 40 days after that. When He left, when he ascended into heaven at the Mount of Olives, I believe there's 120 people there that saw Him. This isn't just a couple people that are saying this. This is over 100 people. This is after He died on a cross. And not just He didn't just go into a coma on that cross, ladies and gentlemen. He shed every drop of blood He had on that cross. They didn't just nail Him to a cross. They first had beat Him with the cat of nine tails. They had smote Him on the head with a rod while a crown of thorns were on His head. They blindfolded Him and they punched Him in the face and they said, prophesy, say who it was that smote thee. They went and they nailed Him on that cross and He hung there bleeding and dying. And then thereafter, even after he was dead, they took that spear and they threw it through his side and out of it flowed blood and water. I'm here today to tell you that he was good and dead. He was his dead. We talked about it in Sunday school. You don't get any deader than dead. He was dead. There's not one person in the cemetery today that's more dead than the other. They're all just as dead and He was dead. But thank God, because He was God, He had the power to resurrect. He was raised from the dead by God. He left that tomb after three days and He ascended into heaven. And someday, He's going to come back. Someday, He's going to come back and He's going to take us to be there with Him. We do have hope today. Our faith today, it does mean something. Our faith that we have today, if it's in Jesus Christ, it's real. You're not wasting your time when you go to the house of God. You're not wasting your time when you read the Bible. You're not just talking to yourself when you're praying. You're communicating with the real, live, living God. We're not false witnesses today. This is the truth that we're telling. If you're saved today, you are not on your way to hell. You're on your way to heaven. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in Me. 
In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place, I will come again and receive you unto Myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. If you're saved today, you're on your way to heaven. The Bible says that My Father which gave them Me is greater than all, and no man can pluck them out of My Father's hand. And he said, I and my Father are one. For anybody to take your salvation away, they would have to be more powerful than God Almighty. And I'm here today to tell you that there is none that is that powerful. Those of you that know, those of you that you've known in the past that were saved and they died, you will see them again. They are in heaven today. Physically, or physically, they're asleep here on this earth. Their body's in the ground. Their body is dead. But someday it's going to be resurrected. Their soul is in heaven with Christ. You don't have to sorrow as others which have no hope. And I'm here today to tell you that this life on earth, this isn't, this isn't all there is. There is a place called heaven. And it's eternal. This, I've heard it compared this way. If you wanted to do a timeline of eternity, we could go and we could, we could have a timeline going from that wall to the other wall. And if we wanted to put a little section in there of our time on this earth, it's about as thin as this paper is. Because eternity, it's forever. This life, it's temporary. It's short. It's all we have and it's our only chance to do something for Christ. And what you do does matter. What you do does make a difference. What you do is not in, it's not in vain. If you, if you're depending on Jesus Christ to get you to heaven, if He's the one that you put your faith and trust in today, I'm here to tell you today that you can be safe and you can be secure and knowing that you're on your way to heaven because you've trusted the one, the only one who was ever without sin, the only one who lived a life on earth and died innocently on that old rugged cross and paid for your sins, the only one who ever resurrected on His own power. There was others who were raised from the dead, but they were raised by none other than Jesus Christ. Or they were raised by maybe some of the prophets who got their power from God Himself. It's God that can do that. And I'm here today to tell you that one of the reasons also I believe that Christ has risen is not just because of what the Bible says, even though that's enough, but because I've seen... I've seen that what happens when people get saved and give their heart to Christ. I've seen it in my own life. I remember when I got saved. I remember when I called on the name of the Lord for salvation and He saved me and He resurrected me spiritually. I've seen it with other people I mean, deep in sin. People that you didn't think they'd ever get saved. People you'd never expect to see in church that who gave their hearts to Christ and He saved them. And now today, they're they're preaching behind pulpits, they're working in the churches, they're involved in different ministries, living godly lives. You know what? Jesus Christ did that. He resurrected them spiritually. And I believe, we talked about it in Sunday school, God's He's not that excited about raising somebody from the dead physically. Because, guess what? All those people that Jesus raised from the dead physically, they all eventually died again later. Lazarus ended up dying again. People, the, the others that He raised, they all eventually died again. But those who are raised spiritually, which is why Jesus came to this earth, they're alive forever. And that's what gets Him excited. And nothing would please the Savior more and nothing would excite Him more as if He was to see you bow your head and ask Him to be your Savior. Ask Him to forgive you of your sins. And He will forgive you. The Bible says if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness.
So with that, we could all stand together this morning with our heads bowed and eyes closed.